Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. We got an awesome show tonight. Jared Taylor is in Los Angeles with Jay Muse. You know him from Jay and Silent Bob. And Jack Osborne, they just got together on like a random Sunday afternoon, sat out on a back porch and just shot the shit. Uh, it, was, it was an awesome show. Uh, I know you guys are big fans of Jay. So are we. He's going to be doing some stuff with Black Rifle Coffee coming up. We also want to talk about an exciting new sponsor that has joined us, talking about FreakerUSA.com. That's F-R-E-A-K-E-R-U-S-A.com. Why are we so excited about them? They're making personalized Drinking Bros podcast socks with our faces on them. Super stoked to have them. They've also uh, got a line of bottle sleeves for Drinking Bros podcast. Uh, Gene Vandenham, Matt, Matt Best Bitch I Operate, uh, Evan's Instructor Earl, and just, just Jared's fat face on there, which is awesome. And those, those sleeves go on every type of bottle you can imagine, from lead slingers all the way down to... A bottle of Zima. Um, they're selling them by a five-pack. Go to FreakerUSA.com. Pick up some socks. Pick up some bottle sleeves for Christmas. These are going to be the stocking stuffers you want with our faces on them. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off. Thanks for being on the show, Freaker. Those guys are fucking awesome. They're, all, they're also the only ones with the, the, the licenses for all NBA, college, and NFL players and teams. Um, amazing. I, can't, I actually can't believe that they're doing ours. That's how good they are. Uh, you also you, you probably remember them from Shark Tank, too. They were super famous on there. FreakerUSA.com. Promo code DRINKINGBROS. 20% off. Next up, we got BlackRifleCoffee.com. Best coffee in the biz, kids. Get it for Christmas. Get it for a loved one. This one, I'm going to actually tell to get it for a loved one. Because you don't, you don't buy this type of coffee unless you love someone. Uh, otherwise, you just get them some Kirkland from the store and call it a fucking day black rifle coffee is doing it right doing it tight and they got some new bags some new blends for christmas go to blackriflecoffee.com. check out all their new blends and and new bags there use the promo code drinking bros 20 for 20 percent off at blackriflecoffee.com. i would highly recommend using it on the coffee subscription of the month club they get exclusive emails uh, out to everybody and uh, there's always all kinds of crazy deals. I mean, at Black Friday, I think they were doing like 40% off. Uh, next up, we've got ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Whew, finest mattress on the planet, kids. I know. Look, if you missed out on their Black Friday sale, don't be, don't be too upset about it. The deals they got going on for drinking bros listeners are amazing. Uh, they got like $500 off a bundle package, $300 off a mattress, free pillows, and if you're looking to get a big gift, a big ticket item for Christmas, say you and your wife are splitting something and you're going all in on, on, on a mattress, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros is the place to do that. Why? They've got a pay-as-you-go plan. No interest down for 30 per, 36 months. 36 months, they have no interest down, um, which is fucking insane to me. I, I truly can't believe they do it. But they've got adjustable bases. They've got cooling sheets, cooling mattresses. 
their their ghost beds are second to none. Their their pillows are amazing, and all you do is you order it up straight to your house. Boom, pop it out of the box, and you're, you're ready to go. No assembly required, including the adjustable bases, which are amazing. They've got USB ports and flashlights. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros for all your mattress needs. Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. Yeah, it's holiday season. Your wife's cooking, clearing out the fridge. You don't need bulky cans in the fridge. You don't need Monster. You don't need Red Bull. Any of that shit taking up space. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Get yourself a tasty, tiny little tin pouch that rips open and squeezes into any liquid available. They got four amazing flavors. Lemon, Original, Orange, and Make America Grape Again. They got a 10-pack, a 40-pack, and a 750-milliliter bottle that rests on your bar top or countertop so you can just boom, boom. Pop a couple squirts in and go. We also have a subscription a month uh, club to them. I mean, fuck, man. We we use that shit all the time, man. That's my pre-workout jam. That's my afternoon crash sesh. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off. That code is good every time, and they ship everywhere in the entire world. Great stocking stuffer. The Like the 10 packs, only like 9 bucks. I think with the 20% off, it's like 8 It's worth a shot. I, I, I love the goddamn shit. Uh, next up. We got BisonUnion.com. This is Bert Koontz's company. This is hashtag Bert, Bert from TV. Bert and Candace own BisonUnion.com. Look, it's it's some of our finest apparel. Um, I don't know. that we've. I, I want to say we've ever had. Um, we wear their shit all the time. So it's like, I, look, not only is Bert like one of our best friends, but like he's got the coolest clothing company on the planet. So... We look if you follow our Instagram um, at st james st james or at met best official or jt art fifteen, we're always wearing Bison Union shit hats, belts, uh, t shirts. We we love it, man. the The fit is amazing. You just look cool. You just look like a cool fucking you know dude in this shit, like a man. Um, you don't look like a little bitch in it. A little bitch. Uh, go to bisonunion.com. Earn your food. Man up, dude. They got some great shit there. They got some cowboy boots there that are custom as well. That are fucking amazing. Um, and the promo code DRINKINGBROS at BisonUnion.com for 20% off. is gonna wear, it's, That's going to be where you buy all of your, your Christmas needs as a dude. I know it's mine. I've already bought in like fucking $300 worth of shit from them. Thanks, Bert. Love you, buddy. Uh, BisonUnion.com. Promo code DRINKINGBROS. 20% off. Next up, we got grillyourassoff.com. Yeah, we are in the height of it. We are in, we are in ass-eating season. It's upon us. It, it is, uh, we're probably about two, mo- two months in at this point. Uh, if, if, you, if you're having a little ass-eating issues, throw a little seasoning on it. So I'm going to say to you, uh, grillyourassoff.com has got, got all of the spicy needs to get you through the holidays. For, for all your seasonings, uh, they, got, they got spices for turkey. Pork, meats, chicken, you name it. Uh, crispy. Crispy Avias. He even got his own spicy habanero at grillyourassoff.com. They also have some of the finest beef jerky on the planet. I love it, man. I really want to spotlight that. It's, uh, it's American-made USA beef. Four flavors. Um, they're sweet and spicy is my favorite. And the, if you get a four-pack, it's 25 bucks. Um, also, I, I believe you can get a subscription to that. I eat that shit all the time. I love it. Uh, they've also got some mugs and uh, some some dope apparel. But again, man, if you're getting seasonings, get it from a company that's 100% veteran owned. 
You're going to buy it anyways. You might as well buy it from a veteran-owned company. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 15% off. Last but not least, we've got grenadesoap.com. And come in. It is stocking suffer season. I cannot say that enough. Grenade soap is something you should get your dude. Or just something you should get a bro. Um, these are great, man. They've got a bunch of amazing bath products for dudes. You also smell like a dude. The soap is made with real gunpowder, so you know it's nice. Speaking of ass-eating season, they got a taint scrubber there. That's real. Scrub up before you go out. You never know what you're getting into these days. Uh, be fresh. they got a bunch of awesome bathing products for dudes. I love that soap. We use it all the time. All these products we actually use, so I have no problem promoting these guys uh go to grenadesoap.com use the promo code drinking bros for 20 percent off at grenadesoap.com now let's get into the show shall we ladies and gentlemen here's jared taylor jay muse and jack osborne live from los angeles Welcome to Drinking Bros, ladies and gentlemen, back in L.A. Uh, with my co-host today, Mr. Jack Osborne. Hello. Uh, I'm going to give you the pleasure of introducing our two guests because this is quite exciting. Yeah, this That's is me kind of taking over the podcast. Um, so, a little backstory. Uh, JT and I are currently recording this from my house uh, in Los Angeles. And um, we sat around and we're like, hey, let's do another podcast. Who should we invite? And I thought about my uh, two of my good buddies. Uh, both sat with me right now. Uh, one is Mr. J. Muse. Hello. And, and the other is uh, Mr. Michael McGinnis. Hi, Jack. So, uh, just some history. Uh, J., Mike, and I, in circa 2003 or four, we all lived in a house together right in the heart of Hollywood on Sunset and Fairfax. Oh, God. It, and... Uh, Technically, Jack never really slept. I there. never. I slept there a few times. It was like my stabbing cabin. You did. Was, have, you did have a threesome at one point. I did, and I, maybe a moresome. It might have been more. <laughs> was there ever a ninesome? A ninesome? Yeah. Never with me. We'll have to go. I mean, me and Jay, Jay went in there with a lot of mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> Just angled mirrors. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we all we all lived together. We've known each other for clearly a very long time. Two thousand three wasn't that when Strike Back came out? Came out. Yes, yes. So I mean, that must have been a huge so, year for you. Yeah. So for me, well, Jay was famous then. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long ago this was. I, I actually still lived in Jersey right before that, and I I, uh, I did Jay and Bob. I went home. My mom passed. Not oh, to, not to get deep, but but my reason I mention that <laughs> reason I mention that is because. <clears throat> I was already uh, on drug. I already was a drug addict, but I had gotten sober for Jay and Bob. But I did drink. Um, but I still like. I didn't get as in much trouble when I went home and my mom passed. She had a bunch of oxies that she was taking because she passed from HIV and she was sick um, and morphine. And there was my my sister started dating a dude who dealt crack. So my point is, in like a month, it's I a great time to be in Jersey. <laughs> what what, what part of Jersey bad. though? I was in, uh, well, at this point, I lived in Kingsburg, which is central Jersey. So uh, my ex-wife is from Westwood, Dumont, uh, so I got very Westwood, familiar. Yeah, Westwood, yeah. yeah West, uh, Bergen County. Yeah, Monmouth County. Monmouth County, which is really on the shore. It's right by Asbury Park, most people know, from Bruce Springsteen and, and that stuff. Um, but, yeah, so... I for the the best way to explain it is I lost I was 195 pounds from drinking. If you watch Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, you can see I'm full in the face and like fuller than Dogmar the other ones. It's because it was all drinking booze weight. 
Um, and then I went home, started smoking crack and doing lots of oxys and morphine. And literally in 30 days, and I know this because I went to the doctors to get a refill. I tried to get a refill, and it was 30 days had passed, and I had lost like 42 pounds or something. Holy shit. Yeah, so I was in bad shape. And Kevin came to pick me up to bring me to L.A. Um, we were going on a plane to do press for uh, for Jay and Silent Bob, um, which was getting closer to 2002 or so, I guess. Um, and then when he picked me up, I was a mess. And then he still was like, well, let's try. Then we got to L.A. I had someone ship dope to me. Um, <laughs> I was in bad shape. So then I went to a rehab. When I got out of rehab, I stayed with Kevin. And then I finally was in good shape. To I met Mike while I was in, uh, in the rehab um, at some meetings. Um, and I was finally Anonymous in good shit. shape. Yeah, sorry. Oh, shit. It's okay. Yeah, even though she knows not. I guess we don't. <laughs> um, well, I said I, I I didn't meet him in the rehab. I met him while I was in rehab. True, yeah. uh, that's true. Um, and then we moved in together. Sorry, I felt like I had to give all that backstory. That's perfect. But I do want to talk about um, really fast. Sorry, so it wasn't the best time. Sorry, you said it was a good year. It wasn't <laughs> that good of a year. That's why I went on that yeah, tangent. Here's the boot. In the yeah. Boot. So, but no. But at the it's time, a good I year moved, for his drug dealer. By the time that I moved in with these guys, though, I was in good shape. I like good shape, meaning I had like six months sober. Um, I I like felt good. Things were going good. These guys were awesome. We'd go out every night. Mike like knew. I mean, these guys. It was crazy. It was a lot of fun because I was so I was sober, single. Um, and yeah, it was. We went out a lot, and it we was, lived it. Yeah, it was a fun time. It was, it was lots the Falcon of fun. House. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> remember when Jack? So no one ever called it the Falcon House, and Jack kept trying to push that on us, and everyone was like, "Yeah, I don't know." And then he went on. Was it Conan? Put your mic close up. Oh, is my mic not close enough? <laughs> Hi guys, sorry. You went on Conan O'Brien and yeah. pitched it, and we're like, "All right, if you went this hard yeah. to try and get this nickname to stick, I guess we'll try." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The well, Falcon I mean, like 2004, yeah. like the beginning of 2004, I just finished all my training i just moved into a place and i had money for the first time or could get approved for some sort of credit card and i bought like the very first hd tv that was like nine feet deep <laughs> and uh i remember you know that's right when it came out and you had to have the component cables yep. too to to have it correspond and then ev- everybody was saying oh regular dvds are hd and strike back was one of the first ones i bought nice. that and shrek to test yeah. out the hd well, so, there you go. hey you know the memories. When I was trying to remember when the first time you and I met, I what with I remember Kim. it yeah. was with Kim in the back of a car. Yeah, and the, the weirdest I remember it was the weirdest thing for me because again I'm from Jersey, um, and I grew up. My an older brother is eight years older than me. I grew up listening to Sabbath and Ozzy and I Rod Stewart. My mom listened to Rod Stewart um, and Lionel Richie, but she loved all that. And I remember being super like out of it i woke up at kim stewart's house and i remember she was driving me home and like all of a sudden i come out of the fog and i'm like sitting at a red light and i'm like holy shit i'm sitting in a car with ozzy's kid lionel richie's kid and rod stewart's kid it like blew my mind (laughs) it it really did it like blew my mind it was the most amazing like moment where i was just like holy shit it was out front of what was am's club on uh on hollywood no it wasn't las palmas am had another club uh not spider no no um god i can't remember it but yeah it was uh, it was out front of that Wow, dude! Yeah, yeah it was so. It and, was I, such and I was an like amazing. such a pothead, like teenager at the this time. Is when I met you, when you were fifteen and had the big hair. Yeah, 
Yeah. So like, mm. but when I first met Jay, I was still getting loaded. Right. And so I, I remember yeah, you were only eighteen then. Mm. No, right? I was. I got so when I was seventeen. Oh wow. So I, but I met Jay mm. when I was like sixteen, and I was still getting fucked mm. up, mm. and and. Kim knew that I was like a big Jane Silent Bob fan because mm. I was like every teenager in that area. Like, <laughs> era was just like getting faded watching your movies, mm. and she's like, "I'm with Jane." And I it came out, and I was like so stoked. And you were so fucked. He was up. unconscious like, in the trunk. Like, hey, dude, what's up, bro? Like, yeah, and I was like, that Jay hey. sleeps a lot. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's so weird to think that again in that moment. It's 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 weird to think from my perspective, like. Think about it. Like I'm like, oh my god, I love Ozzy, and this is his family and his son and all that. And then he's saying like, oh, I love the movies, Jay and Bob. Like it just it still blows my <laughs> mind. I remember, I remember we were in France or something, and uh, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. Um, really, you forgetting uh, something? <laughs> I'm, I, well, I know what I'm going to tell, but I can't think of his name, even though he's classic. describe him, Jay. This will be fun. He, no, he's done uh, Pulp Fiction. Quentin Tarantino, Tarantino Thank you very much. So we were at a show, like this benefit thing, me and Kevin, and I remember Quentin goes, dude, I loved you in RSVP. And again, just another... Wait, what's that? It's a movie I did, this movie RSVP. But again, it's like me, like I love all his movies. I think he's super talented, and like Quentin Tarantino's telling me he liked me in some... Like <laughs> that shit just blows my mind. Why aren't you in Hateful Eight? I don't know why. Believe me. Dude, that's I fucked think up. I, <laughs> at least in Glorious Bastards. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have been a good wait, one. Wait, wait, can you imagine? Jay as a Nazi soldier. <laughs> I would pay Believe so much me, money I don't, for that. I don't, can't seem to get. No, he did Magnificent Seven. No, he did no, Hateful Eight. Yeah, yeah. All right, I got it right. I, I'm glad I fucked Dude, it up. Dude, there's a bunch of TV shows that I love, and I, we used to play blackjack with her all the time. Julie Pleck. She literally last year had uh, Tomorrow People, Vampire Diaries, and the show Originals on. She used like, to play blackjack with Tuesday, us at Kevin's? Yeah, Kevin's house. Like, So I know her pretty we well. We have to talk we, about that in a minute. We, we do. Ke- we <laughs> have Kevin Smith. We thought he was such a mensch for giving us lines of credit, but he really had the odds of being the house and made yeah. money off of us. <laughs> yeah, we'd owe him money and stuff in the end. Like, fuck. But gonna, I made $800 oh this month. I owe Kevin Smith four grand. But she was like what, a really good friends with Kevin's wife, and I played blackjack with her all the time. And I literally was like, look, you don't have to put me in as, as a main character. I know a lot of these people are like buff and they're like 20 years old and I'm 44 but I'm You're like buff, me, I'm like I love these shows just <laughs> let me be like the freaking Excuse me, like the vampire gets killed after two minutes. She has not put me in any of her shows. She has like, they're all been like canceled now. But she has, like, <laughs> well, no, they one went eight seasons, one went six seasons, and the other one went one season. Now she's getting like two other shows she's doing. I think she's producing. You should hit her up Roswell. again and be like, "Yo, it's time to collect that dude, line of credit." I've been trying. She's dude. an avid drinking it's, bros. So I mentioned listener, this, so yeah, this oh, could make it happen. Yeah, yeah right. Well, hey, hey well, you, you could you could ask the drinking bros to just comment on something on her thing. Or they got to Drinking Bros, if they could put me in their next movie, right? <laughs> absolutely. That's already see, done. No one seems to want to put me in their movies, even though when Ross I know is at his beach it. house, oh. just not thinking about you. Yeah, right he's now. like, he's like, they, exactly. He's gonna be like, wait, who's that? No, wait, wait, which one? <laughs> He'd be like, you did like what with who? Reality star yeah. and who muse? Yeah, he's like, pool boy, what's that? But wait, let's let's talk about McGinn's for a yes. little bit because so McGinn's here. Um, he. Um, you were staple in the L.A. nightlife for a very yes. long time. If if there was a, a a popping club in L.A. during from 2003 to what 11, maybe no, I wouldn't go that deep. You wouldn't go that. I would deep? say 2002 to 2007 would probably be my prime. That was your peak yeah. year. So uh, Mike was definitely you know, he had a lot of hands in a lot of pudding, if we will, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it meant for a really good housemate because either like. 
you'd come home and there'd be like an energy drink company just delivered a giant fridge, a pallet a full of full, full of everything you could ever want. <laughs> and then it would be like, hey guys, I got love sacks delivered for everyone, and like yeah. it just like he literally was the king of getting shit for free. So much so that he ended up turning it into a very successful business because where M- Mike actually ran what became very famous in Hollywood is these gifting suites. Oh yeah, that's well, like the thing now. It, well, yeah, I mean it was even more so back then. So Mike would arrange these huge events around the Oscars or the Emmys or the Grammys and you literally would just go up take a picture next to like a dude holding like some kind of brand op- new cell phone cell phone yeah. and you would walk away yeah. with a brand new cell yeah, phone yeah it was awesome Blackberry I remember getting some free Blackberries <laughs> when they were the sh- when they were the business but, but again the shit. I, think, for, I think the drinking bros are good with for that for people if they don't know the cool thing was out in LA literally every night there's a club that's happening like filled with like a hundred girls and fifty boys, because that's sort of the rule, and it's hard to get in if you don't know anyone. Like seriously, if you don't know the person at the door, you're not getting in because there's a line down the street. Mike knew everybody, so we'd go right up to the front line and you get in, the and then you have a table, and it would be so, us. No, seriously, just it was so it was it was handy, like yeah. you said. Besides the love sacks, the phones, like getting in the club and knowing which one was happening, and the cool DJ was performing, and such and such. Yeah, I was just had- talking about homeboy the other day. Because it's so crazy to me that he survived a plane crash and then passed later on. Talking about, super- talking about DJ Am, he was yeah, a friend so of Yeah, so I didn't know if I was supposed to mention it, but yeah. Um, but yeah, but I want to I want to tell the McGinn's McGinn's one story. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> Mike, why don't you tell it? You're, you're a really good storyteller. <laughs> All right, I. <clears throat> this is before pornography was readily available for free, mm. and. I came across a lovely site called Ass Parade. <laughs> and it's the first it was the first website I was ever inclined to sign up for and make an account. And so I my nickname's McGinn's and my pat my name was McGinn's and my password was McGinn's one. And the funny thing is this is probably gonna crash the system, all the drinking bros that are about to try this on Asparade.com. <laughs> but anyway, I had for years I had this account in the Bang Brothers network of to access all their videos for research purposes. And I didn't even think anything of it. And so I told like three people about it. And I didn't realize, because the three people were Scott Disick, who wasn't famous then and is now from the Kardashians, Jack, and then maybe one other person. Yeah. And so Jack told this like whole West Side Yoga Santa Monica crew that we know. And then apparently... Scott told everyone in New York, and I had no idea. And so people would meet me and be like, wait, what's your name? And I'd, they'd hear my name, and they'd be like, wait, do people call you McGinn's? And I'd be like, what? And they'd be like, McGinn's one? <laughs> and then they'd, they'd look at me with this, with this adoration, and I'd be like, what? And so this one time, I was in New York, and someone introduced me to this guy who ended up later being Alec Monopoly, mm-hmm. uh, the artist. And he, I didn't know who he was, and he goes, wait, Mike, Mike McGinnett. Wait, are you McGinn's? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, McGinn's of McGinn's one? And I was like, yeah. And I tried to buy a drink, and he actually hit my wallet on my hand and said, your money is no good here, McGinn's. And so everywhere I'd go, this guy would buy me drinks. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? So it turns out Scott had told everyone in New York. Jack had told everyone in L.A. And there was just hundreds of people. I guess the Bang Brothers cybersecurity team wasn't hip to multi- multiple logins. 
and there were like yeah, people for many, three years. And one one of the keys, right? They're like, this McGinn's guy's a fucking animal. And so there was 65 in LA and 140 in New York. How's he in two places at once? And so this one, so yeah, at the end of the day, this one guy told me, no person's ever made me come as often as McGinn's. So that that is the McGinn's. See, back in that day in the military world, it was it was we started with thumb drives, and it would be like, hey, what do you got? Oh, what do you got? And then we would, you would, you would double your. Well, because you guys collection. weren't allowed to bring it in, right? Into well, when, yeah, you guys when you're like, in theater, you're not supposed to. But yeah. again, it's it's. How'd like, you sneak it, it in? Tell it, us the real story. Oh, it's always it still it? on a drive. Was like, it, did you hide it up your butt? In your ass? Yeah. 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 Well, the drives were a little big back then, <laughs> and 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 it just got to the point though, like where you had to get more and more drives. And when when a guy walked in with, you know. Eight drives and set them down. You were like, "Oh, I gotta go buy some more. My collection's <laughs> about to double." But that was it. And you always, we always respected the one guy that organized it really nice. Yeah. <laughs> had it, had it, had it the subfolders and everything. Like, oh, this is a beautiful library, <laughs> sir. Do you wait? What's uh, so? Your two other buddies went to CIA and somewhere else. Did you think of going? FBI or something, or were you just no, right so away? They, like, no. So they, uh, they, Matt oh, had cool left stuff. at after he'd done uh, five trips to, to Iraq and Afghanistan yeah. in the Rangers, and with his specialty, he went through a program that was a subcontractor th- for the agency providing certain security measures. And Evan was EOD? a Green Beret for oh. twenty years, but hmm. again, as a National Guard Green Beret, he went that path into the agency and did, and did subcontracting jobs and security jobs and training jobs and things like that. So me, I was active duty up until 2014, and we, we, we were already almost two years into the first couple businesses that we started. Mm-hmm. So I left after active duty and transitioned to the National Guard in Washington State, and then in 2017, I finally got out completely. Mm-hmm. So I never had that time. You know, we were already busy with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys had gotten out. Oh, earlier, okay. So I get they, what you're were, saying. they were moving on to different security. Wait, jobs so this, the podcast and everything was already going while you were still active military? Yeah, so we started the podcast November 2015. Uh, so, yeah, I was I was in, in the National Guard. Yeah. And then did you get any shit? No, not at all. Or just they all loved it? Well, because, because of the things that we were doing for the community, like as far as. A lot of the big nonprofits for veterans, uh, we went overseas to Iraq, Africa, and uh, Kuwait to tour with the movie as, you know, the people in the movie. So, yeah. like, we had just given so much back to the military, I think, is that's kind of why the Air Force turned uh, turned an eye on it. Uh, what's the difference? What's the National Guard? That's when you're not, like, there, but they could call. call you at any time. Well, right? yeah, yeah, you do. So, with us, it was quarterly. So, every quarter... You, all of us would fly to Washington, and they're all uh, cops in California, Arizona, Oregon. Everybody uh, would fly in. We'd uh, put the uniform on uh, and go and go do you know the JTAC thing, the TACP uh, thing for five to ten days, and then everybody would go home. Oh, wow. and you'd go back to your normal uh, jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jay was going to do CIA, but the whole no, no. the whole crack thing well, got was, in the way. No, no, but I always find yeah, he still pass a polygraph because he's not trying to hide it. No, I know, I know, No, I just feel like it, it seems like I only ask because I feel like everyone I know from growing up that went into the army from school had like gotten out after four years or five years or whatever, and then been like, I can't find a job. The military was wasting my time. Like it seems like no one's really. 
like it seems like you and your buddies all like had a plan cia fbi you know podcast it like seems like everyone <laughs> I like I, that they're all in the same <laughs> breath it's either, it's either cia fbi or podcast yes. you have three choices yes the kids i knew growing up from school went in the military are now back home like like barely making plumbing work or whatever, like right. complaining that they anyway. So I was just curious. It's interesting. Well, it depends. I mean, it, it depends your skill set in the military mm-hmm. and what you did to advance into others. I mean, if you were an infantry guy for four years and your job was to charge a hill and fire a gun, what is your civilian counterpart yeah, to that? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You're you're looking at law enforcement. If you didn't pursue any sort of criminal justice degree or nothing and you're starting at ground zero when you get out then your options are cash in the gi bill and and start going to college and mm. making money off your gi bill and yeah. then getting the career after that but it's it's, it's just all in preparation yeah. like you said you gotta you gotta have some sort of plan if you're just gonna bounce uh, i just i just realized something moving away from uh you know post Post uh, service uh, <laughs> yeah, career I'm just advice. Curious, uh, um, uh, Mike and Jay, when we were filming the Osbournes, actually <laughs> came. Yes. Uh, they were in a bunch of episodes of the show, and one. <laughs> well, my thing was I didn't want to be on TV, and so Jack would be like, "Mom, oh my God, Mike has the funniest story. Tell him." And I'd be like, "We were walking down the street. Yeah. Like, he intentionally like <laughs> threw me under the bus that I brought the girls from. Uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> so okay, let me preface this by saying this: I tried to not be on the show, but. When the Osbournes say we're going to Hawaii and you and Jay are coming, you're like, fuck it, I'll be on the show. We're going to Hawaii. Yeah. So we agree to go on the show and we go out there. And <laughs> when, uh, we're going to sound like, I guess this is the demo for it, but I guess I was in my 20s, so we're going to sound like scumbags. But we were bored in you know, like a family. Uh, Hawaii is just a bunch of couples and it, there's not many people to meet. And so we, get, we end up going to a strip club and it's Jack, Jay, myself, and our friend Mick. And <laughs> Mick was quite possibly the drunkest man alive. Oh, like, without his, question. He, w- he would wake up and his blood alcohol level would be like 0.18. So yeah. you and I would get along. Oh my yeah. god, Perfectly. He would. He is a drinking bro. I mean, he's probably changed his ways now, but like, dude, it. this guy's thing would he would be so drunk he would just piss on his floor in his house. I do that a yeah. lot. <laughs> but he'd do well on this podcast if we could wake him up. So, <laughs> so one night we're out and Jay, Jay and Mick make new friends, and we end up back at the hotel with them. New friends. From the adult gentleman club we were yeah. at, yes, and of the McGinn's McGinn's one variety. <laughs> so the two girls are there, and they were pretty. They were pretty cute, like for Hawaii Hawaiian strippers. But the one girl starts. Jack tells the girl she's pitching us some weird business idea, and Jack goes, "Oh my god, Mike's amazing with business. You should pitch him." And she like isolates me over a pack of cigarettes on the balcony, and she's like, "I got an invention. You you good at business?" And I was like, "Uh, and yeah." I wanted to hear yeah. the stripper's invention, so I was like, "Yes, please pitch me." So we're sitting here on this like crackhead version of Shark Tank, and she's telling me about her amazing idea. And I was like, "Okay, what is it?" She's like, "You ain't gonna steal it, are you?" And I was like, no, I, "I probably am not gonna steal a stripper's business idea in Maui, but please pitch me." So her idea was, "Okay, okay, you you know ATM machines?" And I was like, "Yes, I do know ATM machines." She goes, "Okay, well they always charge you like a fee." And I was like, "Yes." Yeah. She goes, "My ATM machine charges a percentage," and I was like. Okay, and she goes, well, well, think about it. You go up, it's three dollars. You get twenty. You're paying a lot of money. She goes, but if you get five hundred, because you're going to go to the VIP room, you pay more. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know that 
percentages are proprietary, and I'm not sure you can. No, but that's off the. That's off the. She said you're not going to steal. Yeah, she started. She she thought I was trying to dot. She thought I was telling her it was a bad idea because I was going to steal it, and she started getting all worked up. (laughs) And so, long story short. Jay and Mick have a night with the strippers, and to be funny and to be salty, Jack and I are like, hey, and this is the best part. <laughs> Jack, so the, the Osbournes do a luau to have content for the show, and Sharon's <laughs> one friend in Hawaii, and this is where it gets good, <laughs> is a gentleman by the name of Dog, as in Dog, Dog Bounty, Bounty Hunter, Hunter, before he's famous. Dog's probably listening, so I'll be gentle. And so this is pre-fame Dog the Bounty Hunter. But he's Hunter. still got the hair. Oh, oh he's got the hair. Looks exactly. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. I remember him talking about the show, too, and I was like, yeah, that sounds okay. Yeah, Whatever. Like but shirt, I fucking watched dog. every season, dude. I loved it. <laughs> You're like, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the best part is Jack and I, knowing this luau was coming and it was going to be televised, Tell these girls, oh, you guys are gonna love it. We're doing a luau. You guys get your wear your nicest, like full blown knowing what their nicest outfits are gonna look like. <laughs> wear your Sunday best, Crystal. They're gonna love it. And so we invite these girls and just, so Jay and Mick on like a on a clandestine one off have to then go on television with these dates. And so fucking Jack being yes. the instigator that he is, he's, he goes up to Sharon and goes, Mom, Jay and Mick invited whores. And so <laughs> they wore secret dresses. They look like extras out of a Britney Spears music yeah. video. Yeah. And they they had, yes. had lucite heels that were like six inches and they were such trash whores that they they, that Sharon made them made them build a a kids table to the side of the luau so that they wouldn't have we wouldn't have to interact with them and so the whole time Jack and I are going to Sharon and Ozzy like this is unbelievable I can't believe they invited this trash here Jay and Mick are like over at the other table like fuck oh, you. Oh, they cussed you too. On they, they like edited it. On Jay microphone. <laughs> like edited to where it was like Jack telling his mom like look at these whores cut to the girls and it's like Jay and Mick invited him. I don't know what to say. Like, you know? And, and remember I was like semi sort of dating Lauren at the time. Yeah, that's right. I was like oh my gosh like I'm going to get home. Lauren German if you're listening. <laughs> Very famous yeah. actress now. So wait the, my favorite part though is dogs dog the bounty hunter had oh, a, this is the greatest fucking had, this is so <laughs> annoying so good had, had like a really aggressive scary son with a ponytail <laughs> his name was puppy the bounty hunter <laughs> <laughs> so jack said he's like dude we should hang out jack osborne and jack's like totally and gives him my phone number <laughs> so for no joke the next 11 years Dog the Bounty Hunter's son would call me and be like, Hey, Jack, it's me. And I'm like, Dude, I'm still not Jack. Hey, bro, you should come out to Hawaii. I've got this, this, this all this, all this shit. Uh, it was so funny. Oh, my God. Do you remember the bachelor par- bachelorette party at the pool? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> uh, re- remind me. No, I don't even talk about Oh, my gosh. I just, I just oops. Oh. It was. We had some fun. It was, and it was cool because you know what? It's like I've been to Hawaii a few times, and I always plan on like I'm going to go feed sharks and I'm going to do this, and I never wind up doing it. Uh, but it was cool because they set up the whole sitch. They were like, we went and fed sharks. Uh, what else? Did yeah, we, we did? went in the cage while the, the sharks yeah, were. Swimming. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, we did right. some we, yeah. fun stuff. And remember the chick jumped in without the cage? Yeah, and offered. she's like, she's like, you want to come in? I'm like, no. There's no, like an 18 no, foot, thank you. you know, tiger shark or whatever. Jack offered me 10 grand to swim with the sharks. Remember this? With yep. no with with no no cage and I was poor so I was like absolutely and then he's like <laughs> wait no bro and then he like researched he's like okay bets off 
<laughs> He's like, this could be a like, bad idea. No, I think he just. Did, yeah, I think he realized I was going to. As do far it as business pitches, mm-hmm. though, my buddy, my buddy did FaceTime me with the uh, creator of um, Fleshlight once. Oh, and nice! I, and I was just like, I, 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 I hate to do this to you, but seriously, consider a shop vac attachment. And he was <laughs> like. I'm calling the R&D department now. (laughs) (laughs) We've gotten some of those flashlights, bro. Yeah, there was was some floating around the house. I got a box full of them. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus. By the way, can I just interject that what the the podcast can't participate in is that Jack's children are at the window right now with underwear on their head waving <laughs> as we're telling flashlight stories. Yeah, like that's, that's why they're inside and we're outside. Yeah, it's, yeah, double-timbered glass. We're safe. Yeah, we are all good. Oh, God. My ex-wife hears this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what is that? You both have the same? Did you guys get them together or something? Or just what, uh, have these are thumb drives. Yeah, these are thumb hey, drives. Those are thumb drives. No, not. Those no, are thumb drives. We don't, well, talk, we don't talk about more? those. Where are they at? <laughs> Jewel Nation. Do you Jewel Nation. Where did you get them? No, no, it's okay. You just buy them at the gas station. Yeah. Oh, you just happen to have the yeah, same. Yeah. All right. Um, I didn't know if you. I wait, we have to talk about the house. Thing. Though, so there's one thing. My dog Falco. <laughs> one day I was at the house. By I the way, a- preface: Falco is a 15 year old Labradoodle who recently just uh, went through an amputation. Yes. So. Um, you know, a lot of the listeners can relate. A lot of the listeners can relate. <laughs> he's down one leg. <laughs> Thank you for your service, guys. Um, but yeah, so Falcor is now a tripod. He is a tripod. and, and <clears throat> Just so like his dad. Fa- <laughs> so one thing about... <laughs> so one thing wow! about Falcor... I- <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't see it, but Mike's girl in the back is like. <laughs> they yep. can't see you nodding either, Jim. Oh, yeah, it's true. No that's work. true. Yeah, it's true. So, um, <laughs> I thought so we were I, on video. I, I acquired this awesome dog. Uh, Wait, better, from who? I went to a, a Easter party at a supermodel's house and was obsessed with her fluffy dog that kept following me around the party. And I kept asking questions about him. It was like 13, 14 years ago. And she goes, you, and his poor name was Poodle Doodle because she's uh, Australian or New, New Zealand. New Zealander. It, it, this Rachel Hunter, Rod Stewart's ex wife. Right, comes full circle on the Rod Stewart. <laughs> there front. we go. So I got Rod Stewart's, uh, what, step, step dog? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I acquire this dog, and I'd never had an animal, and I come back to this house where Jay and Jack and I lived and, and bring the dog back. And Jay, Jay, so I'd never had a dog before, and ironically enough, or not ironically, but interestingly enough, uh, one day when you would go to the Osborne's house, they had this whole editing dock and the whole camera crew and all the behind the scenes stuff was in the garage. So I left the dog in the garage because Sharon has 17 dogs and didn't need an additional one. So I leave the dog in the garage and they taught him how to shake. Like that's how much this dog kind of ties into this time of our life. And so I trained him myself not knowing what to do. So to get him to sit, I would point <laughs> my pointer finger down. And the dog would sit. And so Jay used to love to do a thing where he would just, he'd be like, oh, come on, Falcor, And he'd take his dick out. His Jack's daughters are over here, like, putting makeup on in the background. We're so, getting quiet. So, he would take his penis. So Jay would take his penis out. And he would take his dick out, and Falcor would sit attentively. And Jay didn't realize his dick looks just like my pointer finger pointing down. <laughs> Jay's tiny dick would come out. And, it, and Falcor thought it was my finger and thought it was his command to and sit. And I would, I would lift it up, and, and then he would it. like stand up, and then I would drop it, and he'd sit. <laughs> oh, my God. It was amazing. It was so good. It was so Do you remember amazing. when Falcor and Lola got – was it Falcor and Lola that got out, and they were like sat on the corner? No, it was uh, – I think it was Bryant. Wasn't it Mila, Lola and Milo's dog? Yeah, that's 
that's right. Yeah, so Lola, uh. my, my bulldog we had at the time, got out of the house. And like I said, we lived on Sunset and fuck, and Fairfax. Two busy-ass streets like, for non-Angelinos. the heart of, like, Hollywood. And my dog gets out, and, like, someone brings her back. And, like, my dog and, and our other roommate, a guy named Brian... They, they were just like sat on the side of the street, just like no, 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 no. They went on a full adventure. It was they like did. Milo and Otis. They went. They they were found like it's a, a mile good away, movie and they were right still there. together. That's why it was so Very funny. Unappreciative <laughs> movie. Yeah, Milo yeah, and Otis. You can still get yeah. it on iTunes. <laughs> there you go. They, that, you guys could do a remake do you, starring uh, Jay Muse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Tarantino's in. I just called it. Yeah. Uh, Valkor got hit by a dog, uh, car once. Do yes. you remember that? Oh my yes. god! That the was best funny. Valkor story though was there's a the coffee bean and tea leaf across the street, and Fairfax and Sunset are two very busy thoroughfares. And so one day we we, we didn't do much at this point in our life, so we just kind of hang out there and drink coffee and. And fuck with people and kind of chill. So I went there. I was with Rob. And I went back to the house. And my phone rings after I get out of the shower. I put Falcorn in the living room, go upstairs, take a shower. My phone's ringing. And Rob's like, dude, where are you? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, where are you? So I just got out of the shower. He's like, why is Falcor sitting next to me at the coffee bean? <laughs> Falcor cro- opened the window, thought I ditched him, and went to the coffee bean across Fairfax yeah, on his own. Yeah. What are we doing? Oh, I'm just having... Uh your girlfriend take pictures of all of us with your phone, with his phone. So <laughs> let's just let's just say no, it. Our, I mean, our, we can our, fix our, this yeah. in post. Oh so, no, yeah. we're fine. We'll just. <clears throat> <laughs> um, so how long you guys end up living at that house? Uh, not like I said. By the I, way, Jack. I loosely lived that. I had Jack, a, I had a Jack bed. had a room and like an AV guy came and pimped it out and then he got a special lock to keep us out and then probably <laughs> slept there like six nights. Jay and I were there for a year. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know I recently went back into that house? You told me you went. Yeah, to a party I went there. to randomly. I went to a party. My buddy's like. Hey, dude, come to this house party. I was like, "All right." I go, and he's like, t- and he tells me the address. And I was like, "Huh?" And I walk up, and I'm like, "Holy shit, I am back!" And it felt good. <laughs> Wait, the best part was J- Jamie Kennedy lived across the street, yeah. and didn't really know us. And every time he'd like be drunk and invite girls home from the club, if they brought busted friends, he'd be like, "Oh, sorry guys, I'm going to bed." But Jack Osborne's having a party across the street, <laughs> so all these slags would come over and be like, "Hey, Jamie Kennedy told us you guys were having a party," and we're like, "What are you doing here?" But chances are, we probably <laughs> yeah, were. <you> know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And and by the way, like there was there was five of five of us that lived quote unquote lived. In the house, and four of us, and then Andy Milanakis yeah, in the Andy closet before he was famous. Jesus. Yeah, dude, it was fucking nuts. We um, we none of us this drank. Is, this is eighteen hundred Vine, two thousand three, basically. <laughs> yes, exactly. It really was like we were way ahead of the curve. But yeah, it, none of us drank. So it was like it was really weird because we'd have all the, these ragers and like oh these girls would come over and they, we'd be like oh you want a Red Bull we have a Red Bull mini fridge in every bedroom <laughs> yeah Red Bull so Red Bull used to give us twenty cases a week and it was like our only currency so it would be like the equivalent of having like cereal with Red Bull every morning and so all of us would drink like ten Red Bull by the way the funniest part of this is Jay showed up forty nine minutes late to this podcast <laughs> drinking a Red Bull with a Red Bull in his pocket so if you don't think product placement works guys. <laughs> they had someone that one of the nights someone stole my medallion, which I'm really bummed about. But I, going back to the girls from Hawaii, you know they wound up coming to L.A. Do you what? Because well, they came to our house. They stayed. That girl stayed at my house. <laughs> it was for R and D. It was for R and D for the business. <laughs> no, were they taking you, meetings I, on I, the I ATM that takes percentage? You literally brought sand home from the beach. <laughs> no, they, they came. They came to town to like meet someone and uh, for something. And the girl wind up texting Air me and coming and staring, came, staring at you. At, no. <laughs> Came and so watched I, you sleep I, I meant a bit. to say she came and stayed 
at the house for a little bit. Well, the best part about the house is Jay would shoot heroin with puddle water <laughs> from a urinal, but he, he was so germaphobic that he would lock, he got special locks, because if he ever left town, if anyone ever went in his bathroom, he would never let I was let the only anyone. one with his, uh, my own bathroom. The only thing he I wanted- He paid double. He's I like, guys, double. I'll, I'll I put the whole $20,000 security deposit just to make sure no one ever shits in my bathroom. I, had my, I was the only one with my own bathroom. We, we got to talk about Smittles- um, the oh, yes. the casino Smittles Casino that was the best. Okay, so <laughs> Kevin Smith, obviously Jay's lifelong. He's buddy. actually here right now. He just doesn't talk. <laughs> He's silent. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Kevin has a beautiful house in the Hollywood Hills, and he started hosting blackjack games. And it was it's actually funny because Kevin, what people don't realize now, anyways, like he was one of the first actual real bloggers. And he did this whole me blog, and my shadow, me and my shadow, which was he fantastic. Did this first blog post about essentially him and Jay and in Hollywood, and he wrote throwing Nicole Richie under the bus and like talking. Oh, it was like it was a tell-all, like yeah. just. We're not going to tell that story, but that was no. a banger, and I saw it firsthand. <laughs> Jay's like, shut the fuck up. Um, I mean, anyway. Google it. But well, the the great thing is that again, it was like I don't even know who he is, and I was like. Come on, at least, you know, I don't know, it's funny. So, <laughs> Kevin had this whole setup at his house. He had blackjack, and then eventually it ended up being poker. But we would go there nonstop to, to play cards. And it was like, it was, awesome. it was so much we fun. We do that again. Oh, dude, it was a so lot of fun. It'd be the weirdest crew. It'd be like, it'd be like <laughs> the three of us, our roommate, Liv Tyler and Ben Affleck, yeah. and like Ben Affleck's mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the Ke- funny thing Kevin is, we literally were in the middle of... Of the Ben Affleck J Lo split, that was at the height of our like blackjack pokering, <laughs> and like he would be all and all bummed, and I'd just be like sat there being like, "Whoa, like I'm sat here, like he's like venting about his like relationship ending," and it was just so surreal to me. Yeah, it was a lot of fun though. Back it was then. lots of fun. Weird people would stop by every once in a while. <laughs> but we had, dude, we had a we had a really solid what two three year run. Yeah, and then it kind of died out when I just went Carowack and left traveling for years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and I moved into your fucking garage. That's right. McGinnis, <laughs> McGinnis was my other Cato Kalen. Actually, oh, my Wi-Fi network was called Cato. Yeah. <laughs> the um, Yeah, so I bought a house later, moved up, actually just around the corner from here. And Mike was one of my first roommates up there for a long time. And uh, and then this is, so after that, that's when Dog Dogma was next, right? Dogma was next. No, no, Dogma no, was no, the last Bob. of the big ones. Clerks 2. We did Clerks 2 right. after. Still yeah. clerking. Still, <laughs> we did. Uh, I'm still you know, not even supposed to work today. I'm trying to think about the time frame there. No, yeah. Jane Bob was the was the last big one because I met you right after Jane Bob came out. That was, which 2003. was 2002. No, and then and then yes, and then I I was good for a while. Then I relapsed again. Right. I feel and like Jane Bob came out in 2001. It. It, it did. did. It yeah. did. Sorry, it did. But and then we, but we. But until I think, yeah, I think two you two of the big Kevin staple. But when you like touring the one. D, when you like promoting the DVD or something, when you came back, I think that was yeah, what it was two thousand. There was a big two disc set. Sorry, yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I know because I had it. Yeah, yeah probably still. Time frame is crazy. No, because we, I relapsed after that, and then I got uh, and before it, and then after it again. Right, because there was. <laughs> Whoa, bro! No, I put my blast that. like that. <laughs> I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I. St- I sorry, I relapsed after Jay and Bob, and then I got sober again. I remember when there an article came out that you died. Yeah. <laughs> was, so I was, I was, I'd be, I was good friends with Jay, and then everyone was really upset one night, and they're like, "Jay Muse is dead," and I was like, "I don't 
think so. I feel like I just talked to him today. They're like, no, he died on Wednesday. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, he looks like death, but he's definitely still alive. No, because I remember, I remember I was, I was sober. I relapsed, then I got sober again. I was sober almost four and a half years, met Jordan, and then I relapsed because I got kidney stones, and they gave me freaking Demerol, and I was like, I can handle that. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I guess I shouldn't have said his name, and I'm calling everyone up, throwing everyone under the we'll bus. That. But we'll is your pool, up. before I forget, is your pool heated? Uh, it is. Oh my gosh, can I bring my kid here? Yeah, 100%. Sorry, this I is where to this that. turns. Well, hey. I, well, hey. No, I wanted to say it here, so when I go, hey, can I come over? And he's like, no, sorry, man. I'll be like, yo. <laughs> super busy. You super busy. Yes, yeah, yeah, let me bro. play this back. Turn it to you. the 38-minute mark, yeah. bro. <laughs> We're going to do a spin-off show no, called No, Logan would love it, dude. Bro. Logan loves swimming now. Yeah. So. Well, it's funny because uh, you know we were talking about this earlier about you know the formerly drinking bros that there is a there is a sub genre group of drinking bros of the som- formerly drinking yeah bros. so drinking bros on Facebook we have almost over eight hundred and fifty groups mm-hmm. uh, nice. and location base and uh, and interest base so you got drinking bros jeeps you got drinking bros Southern California yeah. but there's drinking bros recovery so there's everybody oh. that has quit. Hang out in there. Drinking nose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, are we, are we allowed to talk about your car? Oh, yeah. Lupe? Lupe, Lupe or Tupe? Bye. Lupe. So, uh. Mike had a... Can we talk about the, everything within your car? Why not? Okay. So, Mike <laughs> had a very old... 1973 Oldsmobile Delta 88. And when I went... And I'll set it up with this. I, I just moved to L.A. The hipster neighborhood's called Silver Lake, and I didn't know it existed. And I find a car for $750 on Craigslist, which is a little outside of my range, but worked. And I went to go get it, and it was this convertible old Oldsmobile big block that ran very well. And it didn't have a roof on it. And I asked the guy, I said, well, where's the roof? And he goes, bro, I sawed it off with the chainsaw. And I was like, oh, so it can't go back on? He goes, no. And I'm like, well, what do you what do you do when it rains? And he slapped me in the chest. And he goes, it's L.A., bro. And it was like the most <laughs> convincing <laughs> clothes. I was like, yeah, it is L.A., oh, bro. You're right. And so I buy this 1973 Oldsmobile with a roof that's sawed off with no roof. <laughs> and and it had an, and I had to get an interlock breathalyzer into the dashboard. Because Mike used to like to potty. Because I used to be a drinking bro. And uh, and so I had this car, but the, it it would rain, and I, would just, I was just so happy to be driving that I would put, uh, I had a fisherman hat on, I'd just put it on, I'd be like singing in the fucking, at a stoplight, and someone would be like, look over from the Range Rover at this, at this weird mess. But the, it, the, 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 the most amazing part of it was that Mike... Being as he was a kind of staple in LA light, nightlife, had friends in all walks of life, some very high caliber celebrities, and this is like early TMZ where they were filming people and stuff. And there's like footage of like Mike, Nev Campbell, his car loaded with people, and he sat there, and all the paps are coming out, and he has to do his breathalyzer. Now the thing with you had to hum into them. And if you did it wrong, you had to do it again. It wasn't like you had to Yeah, like, I was not a good getaway man in the so early aughts. He would be sat down like Nev Campbell would be sat next to him and he'd like humming into this device so his engine would turn on. Yeah. <laughs> this is priceless. Hilarious. Oh, such a good time. Yeah, and now now we're all dads. Now now Except we're all, I'm not. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, now Jay and I just sit, sit around and we talk about Legos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you guys were huge. You, into you, by Legos. the way, your Legos have nothing to do know, with your children. Know, Let's I, just yeah. put this I out just, here. You know. Jay's like, Jay's like, I got my daughter the new like nine part castle Lego set that's unreleased. <laughs> I'm like, Jay, your daughter's 
eight weeks old. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an excuse no, I, I, for these nerds to build their shit. I still yeah. get I still get her stuff. She just ruined my Ghostbusters firehouse. No. That I was, yeah. Dude, that's like how I many, can't that's say what, no to her. That's like 400 no. hours yeah. right there. I can't say no to her and she'll be like, Daddy, I'll be careful. I'll be careful. Smash. And yeah, she'll like reach in to like grab like, she'll be like, Daddy, there's a little cookie on the desk and like she'll, she'll knock over it. like the, the thing. Everything. No, no, no. Did but she, she release the ghosts so from them? No, she loves. The, <laughs> I never heard of no ghosts. <laughs> she <laughs> loves going, girl, girl. Like she'll talk to the Legos and stuff. But she's ruined my Arkham Asylum. I have a lot of Legos. I know you, you haven't do. even seen my man. Kids Jay's whole and, house is made of Legos. No, it's. I have a lot. Though. I'm like obsessed with them. I really am. Like Cloud it's the City just med- came out. It's the greatest meditation. It really is, dude. Like, uh, by the way, it Jay, seems like frustration to me. Jay can be found in a coffee shop in L.A. Probably. Four days out of the week, eating breakfast by himself, building Legos. And how does he eat his breakfast, Jack? This was the thing that I, I find most amazing about Mr. J. Muse. All right, so say we're sat there, and he orders pancakes, eggs, sausage, bacon, toast, whatever. The guy loves the griddle. He will cover it all in syrup, and then proceed to cut Hash it all it up. up like a salad, like dice it up. Mix it all together like Thanksgiving stuffing, and basically eat it. So it's like Jay is basically if if Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone never if his family never came home. <laughs> <laughs> like the level of when this guy orders food, you're like, how is this? Like he's gonna have a heart attack at thirty. <laughs> like I'm, thank God Jay's wife is came through because this dude. We, there's a place called Bossa Nova. Oh, dude, which oh, is, we just we went. Ate, we ate that yesterday. We just went. I, uh, <laughs> one of two places in L.A. with delivery past midnight, and Jay would just. I mean, the the shit, the, the amount of gnarly food you've had. Like oh, it's yeah. amazing. You're not fat. <laughs> it's like an actual <laughs> yeah. eighth wonder of the world. It yeah. It it really is. So what's the latest? What's the latest for you guys? What do you got? Jay's busy. I mean, you've got a podcast, like so. Tell everybody yeah, so where I they have, can listen uh, to you. Yeah, I have uh, Kevin and I do a podcast. We've been doing it for seven years. Um, well, shit, about eight years now. Um, called Jay and Sound Bob Get Old. We do it live, but we record it and then we put it up on on iTunes and and stuff. Um, but I've also started recently doing my own. Uh, uh, I guess it's it's not a podcast. It's sort of like stand up slash Q and A podcast called Amusing Stories, and I've been doing those Zing. live, and I record them. Um, and then so we have the podcast, Kevin and I, Jay and Bob get old, and we, we they're all live, so it's cool because we go to all the different cities. People get to come see us. We usually do like I usually go outside after take photos and and sign stuff. Um, if anyone wants to check it out, it's on C Smod S E E S M od.com and that's a list of where we're going to also your uh, it's on your instagram you have the swipe ups in oh yeah yeah, yeah. Cool, so if yeah. you go to jay's instagram uh and he has i the love that jay doesn't know this highlighted either. stories <laughs> with the swipe like, ups it'll take you directly yeah. to these yes, links thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah so we do that um so i've been doing the so we do the podcast i do comic con so people uh i haven't been doing what's comic con Comic book conventions, dude. I go and oh, I thought it was some sort of Russian. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Russian you spin-off. You did say Comic Con, though. No, it is. We're gonna try and get the we're gonna try and get the soldiers upset that's what about you say, this Comic Con. Yeah, no, that's what we call them. Though that's what we call them. Comic Cons. Really quick, you don't say Comic. 
book conventions. <laughs> um, and I've been streaming on Facebook, so come check me out on Facebook. I'm trying to build my audience on there. Yeah, so it's Facebook Gaming, and they just started their own thing in April. Well, I think they started Can I, can I shine before. some light on this? But uh, it's been awesome, yes. Jay, a major source of Jay's income is Facebook pays him to play video games. And he's it. fucking a gangster for Who wouldn't want to watch that? Right? I'm in. It's fun. Dude, so what do you do? You just fight games, nerds on headsets across the country? Like, do you yeah. get to talk shit and they record it? No, I, I don't really talk shit. I play. I play. Are I've been playing set? Fortnite. Yeah, I've been playing Fortnite. PUBG's better. Been, like stuck. PUBG, Fortnite. <clears throat> um, but I mean, um, Call of Duty comes out tomorrow. Uh, How often day? do they recognize tomorrow. the voice? I mean, I know the demographic's a little young, but well, no. I mean, what, they usually uh, there's an alert on Facebook. Most people that come on and watch are people that my Facebook alerts. I get a, a consistent like hundred to two hundred people watching consistently. But usually when I first sign on, I could get up to four to seven hundred or so, and they usually drop off. Some of them are people who have no idea, and they're like, "Oh, I, you know, you stink at Fortnite. You're gay." You know, there's the kids <laughs> that are really good at it, and they'll they'll think they're gonna watch because you know a lot of the other streamers that that play Fortnite right now. Or whatever or World good, of Warcraft, good. they're really good, and so people do watch to watch them jump up in the air and shoot people in the head good. and stuff. I don't know. I, I I honestly do haven't spoke to Milanakis in at least a year, if not more. Hey, everyone who's listening to this, hit up Andy Milanakis on Instagram and ask him why he won't call Jay Mute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, J A Y. You just did. J Y M E W E S is my Facebook and and Instagram and all that stuff, just, and my Facebook streaming gaming. Does Andy still no. take trains everywhere? Trains? Yeah, I thought. Isn't Milanakis terrified of flying? Oh, I was thought you were literally meant he like started flying more. Oh, no, 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 no. He, he goes to Japan and all kinds now. of stuff. Okay, because like back in the day, yeah, Andy Milanakis yeah, yeah. would not fly. So he would be, they'd be like, "Hey, we need you in New York." He's like, "Cool, I'll see you in four days." And he would take a fucking train <laughs> cross country. <laughs> well, Jay's doing a massive. You guys are missing like bun? a pert plus Jay, commercial. Jay's currently here. bent over man bunning. It's looking good though. It's looking good. And Mike, what do you what do you got? I got nothing. Yeah, I got I hanging got, out. I got nothing public I want to share. Uh, but Mike is involved in nah. a very exclusive, very very secretive uh, Cult, uh, project, for yeah. project. Yeah, that, that we'll, we'll just yeah. yeah it's they're going to think I'm in the CIA. Jack. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he, he's in the he's in the tech business, but he can't talk about it. <laughs> no, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing. <laughs> well, hey guys, we can't thank you enough for coming. Oh wait, yeah, we should. I didn't t- talk about this the other one. We have our podcast too. Yes, come on. Yeah. We have the Osborne's podcast. So, podcast listeners, please go check out uh, Osborne's podcast. Uh, and we're gonna do another one tonight yes. with uh, with Tyler Gray. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna go down your story. Yep. Uh, and I think you, it, the irony is, didn't you tell me you planned on getting rip roaringly? I'm drunk? getting fucking yep. wrecked. You know. You should do every time. Every time I talk about my drinking, you should take another shot. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be sober in a week. <laughs> well, again, guys, thank you, thank you for coming here and 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 check these guys' other shows out. And Mike, you know, once you're working for the NSA, we'll let them know what what, what you guys are up to. <laughs> for Jack wow. Osborne, Jay Muse, Mike McGinnis, McGinnis won. Uh, what's going to be scary is how many People how many army guys are going to ride in about. Oh, Dude, what's up with this aspirates? (laughs) Crash. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is Drinking Bros.